to call a 200 guest wedding and elopement is a stretch, but I don't think that you have to say like, oh, any more than five and it's not an elopement. Like where in the elopement rule book have you ever seen that? You know? Welcome to Elopements with the Pinkers, our show to share our elopement expertise with couples who are thinking about eloping or might be right in the middle of planning their own elopement. My name is Dan Pinkert and my beautiful wife, Laura, is my co-host. Our hope is that sharing our experiences will make this process less stressful for you. So let's jump right into this week's episode. Welcome. Isn't it funny when podcast people do that? Welcome back welcome to the show. To, welcome to episode number two. Welcome to our show where it's a podcast. Yes. Welcome to episode number two. That's one, two. That's that's the one right after number one. Yep. Um, we are going to <laughs> we are uh, going to be talking about um, everything elopement in this podcast, you know, this is all about elopements. It's elopements with the pinkards. Um, today we are specifically going to talk about what an elopement looks like. Like what, what does it actually look like? Chances are most people listening to this probably haven't even been to an elopement before because the nature of elopements are. They've probably seen pictures of an elopement, but that doesn't really give you the full picture of what it is, especially because We'll have a lot of people that are thinking about eloping reach out to us and basically say, what does it look like? So even people considering eloping don't really know what it all entails. I think they just see the pictures and then that's it. And it's like, oh yeah, eloping is like, but what is it? (laughs) It's like, what, what I want to elope. I want to have a wedding, just, just the two of us. But what does that mean? You know, it's like people, people already decide they want to do it without even knowing what they're deciding. It's fine. It's just like. Yeah, it's just funny. You know, um, people want to know. But yeah, so we we just kind of want to answer that question. Like, what does an elopement actually look like? And how many times can we say the word elopement in our podcast? Uh, we should count that. Mm. So, somebody should count the number of times we say it in this podcast and DM us on Instagram. Well, we'll give you a shout. We'll give you a shout out. To Starbucks. <laughs> or just a shout out. <laughs> no promises being made here. Um, hey, I never promised. So we were thinking we could start off by uh, talking about some examples of elopements that we have uh, helped plan and, and photograph as kind of like a way to to give the listeners um, some insight into what an elopement could look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking about real life, real couples, real weddings that we've done, weddings, quote unquote. Um, and uh, just with the understanding that it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to look like these ones, you know? Yeah, it's always interesting to me when other people in the industry, whether that's just solely elopement photographers or wedding photographers, elopement vendors, they it's either like us where we're like, you can literally do whatever you want, or it's someone that has a very specific guideline to elopements and they won't do elopements unless they look a certain way. Like we're only doing it if it's this cool hike and that's it, or it has to be no guests or else it's not considered an elopement, which to me is just kind of like you putting a label on an elopement makes it to me seem and feel more like a traditional wedding because you're adding in things that you're considering traditions when the whole point of elopements is to just do whatever you want, not yeah. what your photographer it's, thinks that you should do. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's the big difference between an elopement and a wedding. It's not the size. It's the, the attitude 
that right. you're it's not even what you do really like it's yeah. not like where you go or, like you can go somewhere cool but just because you went to costa rica doesn't mean that you had yeah an elopement you know and, and that's know. and that's really the the broad answer to this question uh, of what does an elopement look like is it looks like a wedding where your focus is not on on traditions not on putting on a an 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 it's not focusing on the event. It's focusing on just getting married to the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Um, and that's the big difference. And sometimes people do draw that stuff into elopements. Um, and it, it's just taking away from what's valuable about elopements. So, um, but yeah, a- amen, amen. Um, so we could start off by talking about some real elopements. So last year we did an elopement um, with MJ and Sam. Um, and it was, uh, it was a really fun one. It was, it was kind of crazy. Um, it was fun. It was like, it was fun. It was crazy. It was fun. It was crazy. It was fun. It was fun. It was crazy. That's all that happened. That's all. That's it. Well, hopefully that shared some insight into. Yeah. And so then listen for episode three. Yeah. We're, we're done. We'll see you guys later. Okay. Continuing. So they reached out to us about their, um, They like hiking. And so obviously we do a lot of hiking if you know anything about our Instagram or our social medias or whatever. Um, So they wanted to do Algonquin, which is the second highest peak in New York. Um, And they wanted to do it at sunrise um, so that they could hike back down midday and then have a ceremony after their personal vows on the summit with their families down by the lake in Lake Placid. So what time do we end up getting up with them? We started uh, hiking I, I at like three like, in the morning, right? Yeah, two or three in the morning. Yeah. Um, so so we yeah so we hiked in the middle of the night, um, pitch black, and got to the top for sunrise. And they they read their personal vows to each other. So that was kind of like the initial part of the day was them um, reading vows to each other with the the sun coming up over the mountains on top of the second largest mountain in New York. Um, which I think was a meaningful hike for them for some reason. Um, I don't think I don't think they just chose it. Had they already hiked it before? I I think maybe I think maybe they did. Probably. Um, but yeah, so that was the the first part of their day, and then we hiked back down with them. We slept in our car How for long? like, it was like two, two hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, because we had barely like we. The night before, I think we went to bed at like like ten or something yeah, like that, and then we I, had to leave. We got we like got two like, hours. Yeah, of sleep. I want to say max two yeah. hours, if that. Yeah, and and so, so we, we took we, nap we, in our car. Yeah, we slept in our car. I think in like the McDonald's parking lot <laughs> no, or something because we were starving. Yeah, so we got yeah. McDonald's. Really um, healthy. <laughs> so we we slept in our car for like two hours, and then after that, we we went and met up with them and their family for a ceremony. And, uh, this was like more of a, it was just a, maybe 20 people, no, 15 not people, even, not even, it was like her sister, her mom and dad and his parents. And I think they had grandma. a few, there were a couple couples there. They had a few friends. It might've been like 10. Yeah. Maybe 10, 10 people. people. Um, of them. I don't remember, but yeah, it was, some, it somewhere was be around 10, very 15 intimate. people. Um, and so it was a very small wedding, but it was like a normal wedding ceremony. We didn't officiate the ceremony. Um, somebody else did, but, um, it was, it was a fun little ceremony that they did with their family. We took pictures of that. And then we, we did family we photos. Did, we did, um, 
portraits of them uh, on the lake. On the lake, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they they went out on a little rowboat on the lake. Um, So we did some like drone shots. That was fun. So that that day was, it was a long day. It was uh, unique. Most couples don't do a sunrise hike for the second tallest mountain in New York. And then do a ceremony after too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes when they want to do something hard like that, they they space it out between multiple days. Um, So it was unique. But that was one of the ones we did. Another one, uh, Danielle and Anthony. Do you want to share what they did? Yeah. I love those guys. Um, shout out to Danielle and Anthony. Shout out to MJ and Sam for hiking. Danielle yeah. and Anthony, they ended up, they hiked too. They wanted, what they wanted to do was, um, we had taken their engagement pictures the year before, and then they wanted to do an elopement. I think they might've ended up changing their plans from a traditional wedding during COVID. Um, and then reach no, out to us. It was before COVID. Was yeah. It? Yeah. Oh, good for them. It was, it was, we sat down with them for coffee after their engagement session. In like 2019, at Old right? Mountain Coffee. Yep. 2019, if, right? If you're ever in the, Ad- uh, yes. You gotta go to so. Old Mountain. If you're ever in the Adirondacks, go to Old Mountain Coffee, Keene Valley, uh, Route 73, I believe. I don't know. Uh, I don't whatever. know roads. So yeah. it's just a coffee um, shop on the side of the road yeah, to me, but you know. It, the only coffee shop in Keene Valley. Yep. Like, That's true. Actually. Go there. Um, so we met up with them for coffee at Old Mountain Coffee after our engagement engagement session, mm-hmm. and we talked about eloping, and they really liked the idea. I think they had already considered it a little bit because they followed us on Instagram, um, but they were sold on the idea. So then they reached out, and, and they booked an elopement with us. And Yeah, so, so their thing was they wanted to split it up into two different days. And the day before their ceremony with their family, we hiked up um, a pretty pretty moderate to easy hike. Yeah, it's one of the easier ones. Yeah, maybe. really nice. You can take your dog. They brought their dog with them. Um, and their, their dog was obsessed with our cameras like, yeah, the whole so time. Yeah, so cute, but very hyper-focused out, on Dan and Like his hitting my camera with his nose. Yeah, he's so cute. What, okay. was, what was his name? Cody. 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 Yeah, I love Cody. Yeah. Um, so they read their personal vows um, to each other while we took pictures and then um, did portraits up there too, portraits up there with their dog as well. And then did they legally get married the day, the next day? Yes, they did because their dad signed as the... Um, her dad and his dad, I believe, signed as the witnesses. Yes. So yeah, they right. had their personal vows, which was like really meaningful to them, very private, still very adventurous. And then we came back the next day. They stayed with our favorite inn in um, the Adirondacks. The Lake Placid, Lake Placid Stagecoach Inn. Stagecoach Inn. Love them. And we do a lot of lo- elopements with them because they have a really beautiful property and they're very um, helpful in like planning things with yeah, food very and lodging. Yeah, um, so they stayed there and had a ceremony that Dan officiated because um, he's ordained in New York. So Dan officiated a ceremony. They had, I don't know, probably, mm, well, maybe 15 people and then yeah, us because yeah, yeah. we all sat around like that, that table. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had like a ceremony and chairs and stuff. And um, then they that's when they signed their marriage license. They had a, a dinner afterwards with their family that they invited us to. So we were just chilling with their family, um, took some pictures of the ceremony while Dan was officiating. Fam- they got family photos. Um first look with her dad because she really wanted that mm-hmm. um so kind of the more traditional things of like a a regular wedding but scaled down to 15 people the day after they're like yeah. vows. yeah so that one was 
Um, the reason we bring that one up, that one was unique because it was a two day mm-hmm. elopement. Um, they did their vows one day and ceremony and all of that other family yeah. stuff. Really similar to MJ and Sam, but just not all in one day. Yeah. Um, so it kind of depends on what kind of person you are. If you want to get everything done and like just have one big day of celebration, then, you know, the way that MJ and Sam did it was really fun yeah. and very Some people are like, I would never put my dress on twice. I like. Yeah. So but, it just kind of so depends. depends. And if you're yeah. like Daniel and Anthony, then it's like. You kind of want it to be a little bit more slowed down, relaxed, mm-hmm. not worrying too much um, about that. I think the only thing that's interesting about that is kind of figuring out, like, I think Danielle might have done her makeup and hair by herself the first day. I'm not quite sure about that. And then the next day she might have had someone do it or maybe her sister did it. I don't know. So either you kind of have to figure out, like, what you want to do for each day. So, yeah, that that was uh, Danielle and Anthony's elopement. That one was, um, that's a lot of fun. It's a lot, a lot more laid back when you're doing the hiking another day. So Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about packing too much into one day. Uh, a third one that we wanted to bring up is a really, really simple laid back elopement that we did actually more recently. It was this winter. Um, wasn't it like, like four weeks ago or something like that? It it was in January. Was it? I think. No. Maybe it was last month yeah i'm pretty sure it was i don't know it was very recent um it's hard to keep track of time when you uh don't have a normal monday through friday nine to five job i just learned today that it's thursday i did not realize it was so i definitely thought it was like maybe a wednesday or something (laughs) maybe if monday i don't know you know it could be sunday how would i know you know we go to church on saturday so it's not like sundays are like Sundays for us, yeah. you know? Um, but Anyways. yeah, so Heather and David, they also eloped at the Lake Placid Stagecoach Inn, mm-hmm. common, common theme. Um, so that was a very, very simple laid back elopement where it was literally just the two of them. They came to the Lake Placid Stagecoach Inn. We showed up to take some getting ready photos mm-hmm. and uh, do uh, a first did look. I? No, I didn't take getting ready photos. Okay, I thought you did. No. Okay. Well, we just showed up for the first look then. We um, asked her if she did, and she said she did. Okay. She only cared about the first look. That's yeah. probably what it was. So, so we showed up for a first look. So mm-hmm. even more laid back than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, we showed up for a first look, and we took pictures of their first look. I officiated a ceremony after we gave them. We gave them a couple minutes to relax. And, yeah, and usually just, we try not to rush it too much yeah. on elopement days, just so it doesn't feel like like not important yeah yeah, yeah. it's important that they have time like they just saw each other for the first time on their wedding day yeah so we wanted to give them time to breathe just yeah (laughs) breathe um and a lot of people get nervous even elopements you don't have anyone watching you but it's still it's like you're making an important decision like the most important one of the most important decisions of your life it's like it's an important moment so um just giving them a chance to breathe to be Mm -hmm. with each other um, so we did that and then we, you officiated, yeah, we I did officiated it inside. A so yeah. the other two were both outside because they were in, um, one was in June or July and the other yeah. one was in October. So warm yeah. enough to be outside. And usually that we prefer that for just photos. And usually people are having us do their elopements because they're kind of adventurous outdoorsy people. Mm-hmm. Um, but this day was like really cold and they just had yeah. already Very planned to do too. it. Um, in front of the fireplace with the fire going. It was really cute, very intimate, no one else there. Um, and then afterwards, we gave them a couple minutes, I believe, or or maybe we just drove right there. I don't yeah, know. I, I think we gave them a, a couple minutes. Yeah, um, usually there's like 
five minutes in between everything that we do, maybe 10 sometimes just to yeah, so sometimes more. It, it really depends yeah. on, on the couple. We're, depends we, on the vibes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> depends on the vibes. We really try to take it like case by case because mm -hmm. there really is no cookie cutter. And that's uh, why it's so hard to explain what an elopement is because, yeah. well, not hard, but it's like, there's not one way to do it. So it's like, this is someone did it this way and this way and this way. And yeah, either there's way, no it's, right or wrong. Yeah. Answer. And, and for us, uh, because that's how elopements are, we take each one at, like, we're just going to be flexible with whatever the day brings, whatever the couple wants. Mm -hmm. Um, so we don't go into it saying like, this is how it has to go. Like you yeah, have to follow we're these only rules. doing your elopement if you hike this mountain and you do this and yeah. And, and so some people will ask us, well, what does this look like? And we say, well, this is what some have looked like. What do you want to do? Right. Um, so it's never a cookie cutter. This is what it has to be. Right. Um, those are some examples. And, and then we did some portraits with them. Yeah. We went out um, into the snow. Um, yeah. By, by a lake. And yeah. yeah. With some mountains in the background. For like 20 minutes because it was freezing. Yeah. It was super cold. So that was super laid back. So <laughs> really, really just depends. Um, the whole point in bringing up those three examples is it shows kind of three different approaches to what the elopement could be. Mm -hmm. um, and so we we thought that that would be helpful to kind of give some insight into what some people do. Mm -hmm. Now, that's what some of our clients have done. Honestly, there are some people who, there are people who go on hot air balloon rides. There are people who um, will- City hall. Yeah, do city hall. Mm -hmm. Some people will travel overseas. We we had an elopement intimate wedding kind of hybrid that was- Sydney and Dave. Sydney, yeah, Sydney and Dave. Um, it really just depends on what the couple wants to do. And, and I guess a really good question to ask in approaching like what, what should an elopement look like is what would your, you as the couple, you as, as the two people getting married, what would your ideal day look like with each other? Like what, if you were going to go on a date and, and have it be perfect, mm -hmm. what would it look like? Um, and that's what your elopement should be. You know, if that's right. hiking a mountain, do that. If you guys hate hiking, yeah, don't make yourselves do miserable, miserable just for photos. <laughs> yeah. And there is something to be said about like, if photos are important, find a way to yeah. get really cool photos. But that way should not be making you both miserable on your wedding day just because you want, you know, a few. Because yeah. the photos are meant to capture you enjoying your yeah. wedding day. Like, yeah, they can pretend. be cool, but don't, yeah. yeah, don't do something that you hate. Or if you do want pictures of yourself somewhere on a mountain, but you hate hiking, we know of a bunch of different spots that are super easy to hike. Um, that yeah, still like look short, really, they're, yeah. They're more of just walks. In so the it's woods. not just like, Hey, we want to do like the tallest mountain in New York because it would be cool, but we mm -hmm. never hike. It's like, Hey, we don't hike and we don't like hiking, but like, do you have, what is your suggestions for like smaller hikes? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So from there, we were going to also go into um, some questions, just kind of like general questions about elopements. Hey, Dan. And try to, yes. How many guests can elopement have? Oh, uh, that's the first question, isn't it? Oh, it is? I didn't know. I was just <laughs> reading it off the notes. No, I didn't even um, look. So, yeah, the first question how many guests can elopement have? And I think we kind of already like touched on this a little bit as we were talking about the first two mm -hmm. when they had guests. It, there is no rules. So I think to call a 200 guest wedding an elopement is a stretch, but I don't think that you have to say like, oh, any more than five and it's not an elopement. Like where in the elopement rule book have you ever seen that? You know, yeah. it's- and, 
and that's something I have seen from some like venues or vendors, like even even elopement photographers. They'll say anything over this amount is considered a wedding. And like, then who's I charge, considering it that? Please let me yeah. know. Like I want to read where you're cons- like it's it's just very biased. Yeah. By each person, so it's like that's not that's what you consider. That's not necessarily the there's no rules about exactly. it. Exactly. And that's what I'm and, saying about the industry, like making up these things that aren't really necessarily true. Like you can say that that's your preference as a photographer or a vendor. Like we don't mm. consider, but you don't just say it's not considered. Like who, yeah. who is it's? it's well, yeah, you know, that's, it's, that's the thing is like, uh, if you were going me. to draw a line <laughs> for the number of people who, yeah, I could tell. Um, <laughs> if you were going to draw a line for the number of people who could be included in an elopement, then you really like the only line you really could reasonably draw is just the couple, you know, and, and no guess that other than that, why five, why, why six, why 10? Right. Like why, why any other And number? I get having a cutoff as a photographer, like you don't want to take yeah. family photos with like 50 people, but you saying that that's like the rule, there are no rules. So you, you gotta like say it how it is. Like, this is my personal my personal um, limit. Yeah. yeah, these are my limits as a yeah. photographer, not as because then people get this idea of elopements in their head that, you know, there's a specific way to do it or you have to go somewhere specific or you have to hike mm-hmm. or you have to go on a hot air balloon or something like that. That's not true at all. Yeah. When in reality, the the real thing like we said before that's important is are you prioritizing getting married or are you prioritizing an event that's happening? The mm-hmm. event would be the wedding. Mm-hmm. Getting married is is what lifetime. What we, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and so it's just the attitude approaching it, and mm-hmm. and you can have that same attitude with a large wedding, and and yeah. it's like you're not going to call a 200 person wedding um, at, uh, an elopement just because you have that attitude, but it, it's it's just that general idea of approaching it um, because you can have an elopement that you treat just like a wedding, and it becomes just as stressful. It becomes mm-hmm. just as chaotic. They can be expensive if you start just dropping money left and right. And, and so it's you can you can treat an elopement like a wedding and a wedding like an elopement. Mm-hmm. What really just matters oh, is the mindset that you're yeah, that's deep. Oh my gosh, should that be our like slogan? <laughs> no, but yeah. it was good. <laughs> yeah. So the the answer to that question is there isn't really any specific number. I would say if you're concerned about like pricing wise based on a venue or um, the photographer in general, because a lot of photographers, like we said, have uh, certain guideline limits, things that they put in place for what they consider an elopement. So it's always important to ask that question to whoever you're considering um, having your photos done by. But for us, it's more about, like Dan said, the the mindset behind it, the mentality of it. Like, why are these people here? Is it just to put on a production? Are these people that really care about you? Like if you have 10 siblings and you are close with all of them, then they should be there, you know, if you want them there. So it's like some people have one sibling, so you can't just say, you know, oh, you should bring all your siblings and it's one. And it's like, oh, one is an elopement and 10 isn't like, like, like you could have two different couples. One has um, they've, they each have one sibling and they have their parents and it ends up being like six people other than them, um, that are at their elopement. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of, a lot of people would be like, oh yeah, that's definitely an elopement. Only six people. Right, but you like could have them. another family, like Laura's family. She has five siblings, you know? Mm-hmm. So five siblings, if there are two families like that, mm-hmm. then you're easily getting to the like 10 to 15 mark. Right. And so some photographers would be like, that's not an elopement. You have too many people. So, so I'm like, going to charge you 
three thousand dollars more because yeah. you have five or more people gonna, than what I consider an or yeah, yeah or, or we're not, not going to shoot it, it or yeah. what. And so it's just like those those number um, restrictions or like cutoffs for what is an elopement and what isn't. That's not how we approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, to us, it's more the mindset and the the approach to the day. Um, so. Th- Going on to the second question. So then the second question would be, what does an elopement ceremony look like? Yeah, that, that's a very common question just because like people have seen a traditional wedding ceremony, you yeah, know, like or they've been or they've been in a wedding where, yeah, yeah. like maybe you've been in a, a bunch of wedding parties mm-hmm. like there. We've been we talked to somebody recently who was like, I've been in so I've been in like, oh, I've been in like three. Yeah, this well, person was like, is. I've been in like 20 no. different uh, weddings. I don't know 20 like, people that I would go to yeah. the wedding even. <laughs> well, they were saying like wedding party. Like they've yeah. been How do you know that many people? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but they were like, I know weddings in and out. Mm-hmm. And and then they were asked us, they were like, oh, but at an elopement ceremony, like what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just so like you, you don't know. Is it the same? Like is it completely different? Um, and so basically we take – uh, two different two-fold approaches. Approach. Yeah, a twofold approach. Um, where I I usually will sign as the mar- uh, the officiant on the marriage license. Um, I'm ordained to officiate weddings in New York. Um, getting out of state, it gets a little bit more complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends on the state. Different states have different requirements. Um, but I typically will sign as the officiant, and I offer to conduct a ceremony for the couple. Um, my ceremonies are kind of like, um, uh, um, mimicking a traditional wedding ceremony in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but probably a little bit more laid back. Well, yeah, um, they're non-religious, um, kind of more of just an encouraging charge about marriage and yeah. And talking, talking about the magnitude and yeah. like the, the importance of the decision that they're making. Like it is mm-hmm. an important day. It's not dismissive. Like right. um, some people think of like, oh, you're just eloping. Like you're not even taking it seriously, but that's not the right. the case. You well, know? and I think that used to be like the stigma behind eloping when our parents were younger is like, oh, they just like want to get married real quick. And like, that's it, yeah. which that's totally not the idea behind people. Most people who are eloping is yeah. usually they want to make it about just themselves instead of about the whole production of yeah, they're, they're prioritizing and, yeah. their marriage and mm-hmm. not an event. So why not prioritize um, the ceremony about that marriage? Yeah. So yeah, when I conduct a ceremony, I do take that approach where um, I, I try to add personal elements in for the couple to um, to make it unique. And um, I think all of our clients have said that they absolutely love the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Not to toot my own horn, but um, what was this? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Um <laughs> But uh, our clients have no, said that I'll they... toot your horn for you. <laughs> okay, moving no, on. I, no, I was oh, actually okay. going to toot your horn. Okay, it just sounded weird. I know, that's why I laughed. Oh, that's the whole okay. point of the laugh. Yeah. You know, where something's weird and you laugh at it. Yeah, it's funny. funny. Okay. Right. I, yeah. I, I'm trying to catch on to these social cues. Yeah, it's all right. Know? I got I'm, you. I'm but learning. No, I agree with you. Every <laughs> every client... See, I laughed. because Yeah, that was, was really good. Huh? Every client um, has said to you... Like, wow, that was like a lot more meaningful than I assumed it was going to be. Like, I just thought we were, you know, going to, not everyone has said that specifically, but basically the overall consensus about the way that you officiate is very intentional about each client and very focused on the marriage and not the wedding or mm-hmm. other people there or whatever it usually is. Yeah. And, and I've had family members come up to me and say, um, one, one time, uh, I think a dad of one of the couple 
uh, one, of, one of the people that was mm-hmm. um, getting married came up to me and he was like, I did not expect to enjoy that ceremony, but I did. And he was, he was like, I thought it was going to be terrible. Yeah. He was like, so, I thought it wasn't going to be like professional. I, I was like, what? Like, nice. like, was it when he saw me? Like, yeah. You're too <laughs> like, young. Yeah, I guess maybe. Um, but that's my approach. Um, the other thing that we, we offer to clients and we've had a couple people do this, but it's not the most common is um, to basically have me sign uh, the marriage license as the officiant Mm -hmm. and then let them do more of just a personal like vow reading to each other. And that is the ceremony. Mm -hmm. So it's not this like traditional formal, um, you have an officiant that's conducting the ceremony, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's more of this just really intimate moment. I would say it's like 60, 40. I think 60% usually uh, prefer you to do a ceremony and then a good chunk, like 40%, I would say. Um, I I think, I think maybe 40% if you include the people who do a hike um, and say personal vows and then do a ceremony with their family. Yeah, I guess that's true. Then I think it would probably be 40%. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of depends on like what your personalities are because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times, um, a lot of the clients that we have that elope are, um, one of the reasons they're eloping is because they don't want to make it this big production. And they also just don't want to, um, I don't know, sometimes they don't want to be personal in front of, you know, two yeah. people that sometimes they haven't met before. Like, yeah. Like, they're not super outgoing and, and yeah, they so, don't want to stand in front of 200 people. Why would they want to stand in front of you two officiating? People that, yeah. yeah. That so know. sometimes with, so. with when they just read their vows, we'll start further back with some longer lenses and kind of give them, um, that time alone together. Yeah. We're kind of out of earshot a little bit and then we'll slowly move up to get a little bit more closer details. You know, if they're going to exchange rings and stuff with each other, things like that. It kind of helps them get in the flow of saying their vows. We're we're farther away. Can't really hear them. Not performing for us or getting nervous about us. Like if they're going to be nervous, it should just be about reading their vows to each other, not about us. And I think most people, once they start getting into it and they're reading it, they don't notice anything that's going on around them. Right. It's just that initial like getting started if there are people close listening Mm -hmm. then it's like okay this is a very personal thing too so it's like if you're a personal person you don't want two people yeah right up there like (laughs) and and so that's something we've kind of learned from experience is Mm -hmm. to to start further back give them a little bit more privacy um and so those are kind of the two things that we we suggest or offer to clients is like Mm -hmm. this is how your ceremony could look but honestly like it really is just up to the couple if they were to say Hey, we really want to do a ceremony this way. Maybe I can't officiate it the way that they want necessarily, Mm -hmm. but um, they can always bring somebody else in to officiate it, or they can do something unique on their own, or whatever. Like we're we're there's no cookie cutter right Right. or wrong. The only legalities that really need to be covered are is just New York State requires that Dan witnesses the intent of marriage before he signs the marriage license. So I I just have to, yeah, I am, I'm witnessing two people saying that they want to get married to each other. It's not like a forced marriage or, you know, one person isn't actually wanting to get married or something like that. There's nothing faked about it or, yeah. yeah. So, so um, then other than that, you can basically just do whatever you want. Yeah. And that's a very common theme is it's, it's whatever you want. It's right. flexible. It's, and it's, it's not fluid. what we define it as either, yeah. even though we might have some preferences about how we do elopements. That doesn't mm. mean that you have to do that just because that's what yeah. we are used to. Totally. So here's another question for you. Okay. <laughs> Ask away. Totally not reading this off of our notes either. I just popped up in my mind. Just, just a random Yeah. Question. What if they want to do something totally different than what we've talked about? I think we've covered that question already. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I know, I'm just I, summarizing what we have already said, basically. Like, yeah. To to wrap it all up, this question is is good because top. this is the yeah this is the common theme throughout this episode is is whatever you want your alignment to look like, that's what it can look like. Mm-hmm. You can um, literally just get married in your living room if you have an officiant and a witness, <laughs> or or some states don't even need those. Yep, you can marry um, yourself in Colorado, by the way. Yeah, so. there are a couple of states where you can self solemnize a marriage and you don't need an officiant, you don't need a witness. Um, I think in Colorado, you can even have your dog yeah, you have can. like a paw print as yeah. the witness. Yeah, uh, it's really cool, actually. Wait, you don't need a witness, though. No, I don't it's know. I don't think you have. Your dog can sign, though, somehow, yeah. I believe. I've seen that I, before. I've seen that, too. I just don't know what exactly it is. Yeah, I have no um, idea, but... You you can do whatever you want. You can you can uh, go on a sailboat. You can take a hot air balloon. You can hike up a mountain. You can go skydiving. You, you can, can do whatever you want. You can elope in an Airbnb. You can elope. Yeah, it could be more laid back. It doesn't have to be one backyard. of those. Yeah, yeah, it can be something things. super chill. Like if you're the kind of person that like you don't even want to get up, dressed up in a dress, but you know I've seen a lot of brides like they'll wear jumpsuits and stuff because that's more what they're comfortable with or they yeah. don't want to wear white. Like if you want to wear a black dress for your elopement, like do it because yeah. that's, there first is all, no sick. right or wrong. <laughs> so it, it honestly, I think sometimes this can be more stressful because it's like, we're not just telling you like, okay, this is what you do. This is how it works. But not, but not really though, because like every, like I said, every photographer or venue or whatever, elopement planner because those are a thing sometimes they all have like guidelines of how they mm-hmm. usually do elopement so we're happy to like if you really are not the kind of person that likes a bunch of different options if you want us to tell you what we think would be a good elopement for you yeah. we're totally down for that yeah. the, the whole thing is though if you hear someone saying this is how to elope basically mm-hmm. just assume that that isn't the the overall encompassing that's how you should elope yeah. like and, and like i said before when it when it re- what it really comes down to is what would be the best day for the both of you right um if you were to to picture one day that would just be like wow that is so memorable that is so enjoyable um then that's what you should do on your wedding day mm-hmm. like the why do anything else you know yeah. obviously like we said if you want amazing photos, there are certain things you can do to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, certain times of day and stuff like that. But but what's more important is is enjoying your day and the photos capturing that you enjoyed your day. Mm-hmm. That's what's really important. Yeah. Um, so that is kind of our our general uh, idea of what an elopement actually looks like. Um, obviously, there there was some ambiguity there because of you can the basically of throw it out the window and come up with your own definition yeah, of elopement just, at this point. That's how we're going to wrap up this podcast: is just toss out, just ignore everything we we just said in <laughs> one ear, out the other. Do Don't listen want. to us. Uh, do whatever you want, and that's it. Yeah. So. Yep. Um. That that's all we really got. So uh, if you guys enjoy this podcast and you guys are eloping, planning an elopement, thinking about eloping, trying to decide if you want to or not, mm-hmm. um, or you just want to listen, uh, make sure you, cool. yeah, if you think we're cool <laughs> for some reason, weird. Yeah. Um, then that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> um, if you have a problem, <laughs> go ahead and, uh, subscribe, follow us, whatever on whatever podcast platform, podcast, podcast. Oh my gosh. I'm calling out from now on <laughs> platform you're listening on. Um, and, uh, then we will be releasing episodes every week. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow us on social media if you don't already, where it's at the Pinkards. Also, for anyone who doesn't know, it's pronounced Pinkard. 
Are not, we just going to say this Pickard. every episode? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should. Um, not Pickard, not Pinknerd, not Picard. Picard, that's it's a good Pinkard, one. The Pinkards. We'll just have to educate people every uh, yep. podcast episode. So but other than that, yeah, we're out. Um, yeah, we are Do whatever out. you want. So we will catch you next week.